Welcome to Jerusalem Studio Podcast. Join us to discuss the latest updates from Israel and the region. Shalom and welcome to Jerusalem Studio. It is a story common to many regions of the world. Two neighbors and an enclave between them, with one country holding the edge in geography and the other in demography, leading to persistent conflict. This is the case in the dispute between Armenia and Azerbaijan over the province of Nagorno-Karabakh, which is internationally recognized as Azeri territory, but is run by an Armenian majority. In today's panel, we will provide an Israeli perspective to the conflict, since it has been accused of siding with Azerbaijan, despite repeated claims by Jerusalem of strictly maintaining its neutrality. To do so, we're joined from central Israel by Dr. Eran Lerman, who is the Vice President of the Jerusalem Institute for Strategy and Security and a lecturer at Shalem College in Jerusalem. Welcome. Thank you. Also joining us from Jerusalem is Professor Zev Khanin, who is an expert on Russian and Middle Eastern studies at Barilan and Ariel University. Thank you for joining us. Thanks to be with you. And with me here in the studio is our TV7 analyst, Mr. Amir Oren. Amir, give us a broader understanding. Where is this conflict currently uh, and where are we heading to? So during the uh, Cold War, there were Americans, uh, conservative Americans, uh, surprisingly enough, who of course wished for an American victory in this war, but warned that if the uh, Soviet Union were to collapse, as uh, was the case with Yugoslavia, then the uh, various components are going to fight each other um, for eternity. And this is indeed what happened um, uh, when the Soviet Union disintegrated uh, in the early 1990s, when the uh, republics of uh, Azerbaijan and Armenia uh, turned against each other, especially because of this enclave, Nagorno-Karabakh, which the Soviets at the time made sure will be populated by uh, more Armenis than Azeris. Now, for Israel, Azerbaijan is a key ally in the Caucasus because of its uh, proximity to Iran. Armenia is a neighbor of Iran too, but Azerbaijan, because of its uh, oil, um, which it sells to Israel, because uh, uh, it can give Israel uh, facilities or access to Iran, and because it buys weapons from Israel, Azerbaijan is uh, a more important partner for Israel. Um, Iran, of course, uh, is populated by some 50% Persians and 25% Azeris. There is kinship between Azerbaijan and many people who live in Iran but do not consider themselves Iranians. When when the uh, fighting started, The Armenians uh, blamed Israel for having helped the uh, Azeris, uh, especially by drones and by um, ammunition. And they recalled their ambassador, who only got to Israel a couple of weeks before the hostilities. A few weeks, uh, some two weeks after the fighting started, uh, a very fragile ceasefire was announced. And uh, intermittently, there is Uh, some exchange of fire. It may die down, but it will not go away. Indeed. Uh, Dr. Lerman, I'd like to refer the next question to you. Historically speaking, 
Israel and Armenia, uh, of course, the Jewish people and the Armenians have a lot of similarities. And uh, when we're talking about the, the feelings, uh, which uh, I hear among many Israeli officials, uh, they would rather support Armenia on those grounds uh, than uh, anything else. But Azerbaijan has been, as Mr. Owen stated, a vital strategic partner. And rather than feelings, Israel is seemingly more uh, uh, adamant on preserving the realpolitik, if you will, the, the supporting uh, of Azerbaijan uh, with regard to Iran, but trying to, to somehow remain in between Armenia and uh, uh, Azerbaijan as a neutral uh, actor. Is that uh, a clear understanding of the reality at hand, or are we uh, misinformed to a certain degree? Well, um, I think uh, even at the level of sentiment, uh, it's legitimate to also uh, understand that um, Azerbaijan, as a Muslim country, is an important friend. It's an important um, contribution to the range of countries which are Muslim majority um, and nevertheless have established warm, effective relations with Israel. And um, this is also this is, was also a very important development after Soviet collapse, that the entire range of the six um, Muslim, uh, Muslim majority post-Soviet nations, the five Central Asians and Azerbaijan, all of them uh, established good working relations with Israel. That was a very positive development in itself. Moreover, uh, there is a history of uh, <clears throat> a Jewish presence in Azerbaijan, the, uh, the mountain Jews of Azerbaijan, um, and again, a history of a very positive uh, attitude uh, uh, towards that community, and uh, that also was a building block um, in, the, in, in creating the relationship. But ultimately, yes, there is also a clear and vital strategic interest, because um, Iran is a common problem. I wouldn't say it's an enemy of Azerbaijan, but it is very suspicious of Azeri nationalism. We have to go back to, 19, uh, to the time of World War II, or the immediate aftermath of World War II, when Stalin tried to create an Azeri state in northeastern uh, Iran, uh, he was uh, persuaded, let's put it delicately, by the Americans to, to withdraw from northern Iran and, and abandon the Kurds and the Azeris to their fate. But the Iranian uh, state, uh, the Persians, have always been somewhat suspicious of the Azeris, despite the fact that Khamenei himself um, is of uh, Azeri origin. And therefore, Israel found um, common language, common ground, with Azerbaijan also at the strategic level. And the re relationship uh, with Baku has been very good. We have an excellent uh, new ambassador there. By the way, I the first ever Christian Arab ambassador uh, in the Israeli foreign ministry, uh, George Deke, an excellent guy. And the uh, relationship with Azer the Azeris uh, have... I would say a strategic dimension, but this is not the only dimension. Having said all this, yes, I wish 
there was no war with Armenia. We have historically a warm attitude towards the Armenian people. Like the Jews, Armenians are a nation that's defined by a combination of uh, national history, language, and religion. Uh, we have been uh, minorities side by side in many places, uh, uh, including uh, American communities. Um, we, I wish there was no conflict, but the, the truth is that uh, the Armenian uh, government overtook uh, a province of Azerbaijan, Nagorno-Karabakh, is an Azeri province, um, in the early years after Soviet collapse. And this situation has now persisted for a generation, and um, it needs to be settled around the table. Professor Hanin, Russia, which uh, of course has very close ties with Armenia and a defense pact has uh, seemingly stayed out of the conflict thus far, saying that uh, even though uh, the conflict is raging uh, with uh, breaches of a ceasefire uh, largely blamed by Moscow on uh, Ankara and, and its uh, proactive uh, uh, assistance to Azerbaijan in that conflict, uh, it is uh, staying out of the conflict uh, for the same reason that uh, Dr. Lerman has mentioned, that internationally the uh, Nagorno-Karabakh region is uh, internationally recognized, also by Moscow, uh, as Azeri territory. Uh, and uh, the uh, Azeri armed forces seemingly have not uh, uh, advanced uh, into Armenian territories, and therefore Russia stays out. Do you see this now shift to a certain degree if Turkey will take more of an active stance there? And to what degree is Israel now concerned with the growing influence of Ankara in Baku, considering the more than chill relations between Ankara and Jerusalem? Uh, well, you asked three different questions, which uh, demand three various answers. Uh, but uh, before answering all three, I, with your permission, we'll take a minute in order to continue a little bit the line of Dr. Lerman and to address to Israeli uh, issue from uh, uh, the Jewish point of view, if you please. Uh, in principle, uh, after the collapse of the Soviet Union, which is uh, staying more and more behind, uh, the post-Soviet states are strengthening their identity, independent identity. And in fact, uh, we are talking at the moment uh, uh, of uh, um, a development of, of the post-Soviet nations. Uh, including Jews, uh, who uh, are demanded to have uh, more and more uh, 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 general or more strong loyalty uh, to their whole state. Uh, uh, let us not forget that uh, overwhelming majority of Armenian Jews and Azeri, Azeri Jews are actually living in Israel at the moment. Uh, so these two communities, very important and very respectable communities, are fighting each other uh, from the certain point of view. Uh, on the Israeli land and are trying to lobby, uh, I'm not talking about interest of their state, but more active Israeli involvement uh, into this issue. Uh, at the moment, uh, Israeli government is uh, trying to stay uh, outside uh, this conflict, but uh, at a certain point of view, the position of this group of the two groups of population uh, might be taken into account. Uh, coming back to your previous question, uh, major question, meaning what is the position of Russia here? Uh, let's take into account a uh, very interesting fact. Uh, Russia's position in concern of this whole Soviet conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan is very different 
if we will have a look at what is going on in Belarus at the moment or uh, between uh, in Moldova uh, uh, and Pridniprovia, uh, Transistria, or the conflict in the another conflict in the Southern Caucasus uh, between Georgia and the uh, Southern Ossetia, uh, in all these three issues, as well as what is going on in uh, in Syria or in Libya. Uh, for, for Moscow, from the Moscow point of view, it is pretty clear who is a friend and who is an enemy. Uh, so they are uh, supporting friends and they are trying to punish the enemies. Uh, in Azeri-Armenian conflict, this is an absolutely different story. Uh, of course, Armenia is a Russia's ally, ally. On the other hand, Armenia, however, is not an enemy, not at all. Uh, Russia is selling armament uh, to both sides. Russia is cooperate, uh, having a, a sort of a cooperation, a strategic cooperation uh, with the two countries. And uh, if uh, uh, from the Kremlin and uh, Russian Foreign Office uh, and military establishment point of view, uh, Russia should at a certain point to be involved in order to support uh, uh, Armenia as a friend. Uh, they have nothing uh, uh, to, to punish Azerbaijan for. Uh, and from this point of view, uh, we, are, we are trying to understand why uh, involvement is, uh, of Russia uh, in this current conflict is so limited. Uh, coming back to, so that's actually the question. Uh, we are, we are uh, both countries on the three angles of uh, unclosed relations, unclosed three angles of relations, it's better to say, uh, between Russia, Turkey, uh, and uh, um, uh, southern, Cauc uh, southern Caucasian countries, and uh, from the Russia point of view, uh, it is not, uh, it doesn't have any sense to be in a hurry so uh, so quickly, you know, uh, to make so quickly to declare their support and to involve uh, on the side of Armenia, because uh, first of all, uh, they are not interested to, uh, uh, to 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 position itself uh, as a side as a country which is taking side against Azerbaijan. On the other hand, uh, the current government of Armenia uh, is actually is not so you know in the eyes got in favor in the eyes of Moscow at the moment because uh, they came to power with the help of the Khalid Revolution. Uh, which uh, uh, Russia is very concerned about. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Azerbaijan, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Erivan, Yerevan is actually trying to re-establish uh, or to strengthen relations with the United States and actually sending of uh, uh, Armenian ambassador and then putting it back, of course, uh, to Israel is actually part of this policy. So uh, from the Moscow point of view, it makes sense to take a pause and uh, to understand how things are going, just at least to show to Yerevan uh, that they should uh, reconsider their policy because they are, are, are unable to avoid um, uh, um, surviving without uh, Russia's, Russia's help. And now, when also both sides understood uh, what is the situation, so Turkey is uh, actually um, uh, openly and almost officially involved in the conflict. Russia took a force and now uh, showing uh, that are ready to uh, reconcile with the fact that Turkey is uh, more active on the Southern Caucasus, but up to the certain line, uh, uh, which uh, Russia doesn't interest it, uh, that Turkey will cross this line, and that's what actually happens. Uh, and uh, at the moment, uh, as far as the all sides understood uh, where the things are staying, uh, uh, all the sides are actually, Russia now said, guys, uh, it's finished. More or less, okay, now you have to stop fighting and uh, to come to a sort of a agreement. And that's what is going on at the moment. Indeed. Uh, Mr. Oren? Uh, one should uh, not be naive on uh, either of two levels. 
First, um, no one should look for democracy. When the Soviet Union collapsed, uh, people in the West, political scientists, uh, people who, uh, whose expertise was philosophy, were certain that uh, out of the ruins of the Soviet system, there will spring democracy everywhere. But uh, the uh, Alayev uh, family in uh, Azerbaijan, much like the Nazarbayev uh, family in Kazakhstan and other places, these are strong ruling families, whether they came out of the KGB or the Communist Party, they have a stronghold on power. And Israel, much like any other country, has to relate to them rather than uh, hope for some um, elections which will uh, express the people's will. It will not happen there. The other um, level on which one should not be naive has to do with arms sales. Israel um, exports arms. Uh, its uh, defense export, export is considered excellent, but it is put to the test exactly in these cases. It cannot sell arms just for deterrence, and when the conflict starts, orders the customer not to use it. Uh, this is not how the world runs, and this is not how it is going to have more customers in the future. So one, of course, can understand the Armenian uh, plight, but this is no reason for Israel to stop selling arms to Azerbaijan. Dr. Lehrman, some in the Israeli defense establishment view Iran, or the majority of the Israeli defense establishment views Iran as the primary challenge for Israel's uh, security or national security interests, while some uh, key people in, in the higher echelons of the Israeli defense establishment are increasingly eyeing Ankara as a growing problem. Does Turkey's involvement in Azerbaijan uh, openly supporting it also according to Armenian allegations uh, via its uh, American-made F-16 fighter jets uh, uh, bombing Armenian targets in Nagorno-Karabakh alongside the the Russian-made uh, aircraft used by Azerbaijan. Uh, is that going to somehow challenge Israeli relations with Azerbaijan? And if so, to what extent? Well, uh, clearly this is an unpleasant situation in which we find ourselves, uh, let's say, uh, uh, with some of our weapons uh, in the service of, uh, in, uh, of, of a nation which is in conflict, supported by a country which is increasingly hostile to Israel. And in the, uh, in the real world, uh, of course, you cannot uh, entirely avoid situations which are morally and, and uh, ideologically complicated, and this is one of them. Um, we definitely um, are troubled by the scope of Erdogan's ambitions in the Eastern Mediterranean, in Libya, and uh, his declarations about Jerusalem uh, are, are extremely troubling and, uh, and uh, need and require us to take a very serious view of, uh, of Turkey's long-term intentions as long as he, is, he and his party are in a position of leadership. Having said so, sometimes you have to basically uh, uh, grade 
your preferences. Remember that uh, Winston Churchill was a very avid anti-communist. So people were a bit surprised when he was full-heartedly committed to fighting uh, side by side with the Soviet Union against Hitler after the beginning of uh, Barbarossa. Uh, And he said um, that uh, should Hitler invade hell, you can expect a good word for the devil for me in the House of Commons. And so uh, with Iran being our first priority, not because we have any enmity with the Iranian people or the Turkish people for that matter, but because Iran is openly committed to our destruction, holds um, an active threat over our heads uh, from the north, um, is we are in a deadly struggle to prevent them from um, uh, consolidating their stranglehold on Syria. Uh, Iran is our first priority because it is an active, inactive pursuit of a military nuclear project. Um, and all of this uh, force us to make a very uh, problematic but clear choice about our priorities. And insofar as Azerbaijan is a key element um, that has colored our choices. Although I, I don't think we are supplying Azerbaijan with any further weapons, but we are certainly not going to withdraw support from what we have already supplied, including, by the way, the ground-to-ground missiles, the LoRa, uh, which is an interesting story in itself. Um, I would say that um, in terms of um, the Turkish challenge in Baku, it is actually important for Israel uh, to be perceived in in Azerbaijan as a reliable friend, because otherwise Turkey would use it to undermine and destroy our position there, um, which is very much not in Israel's long-term interest, not in Azerbaijan, not in Central Asia, and therefore um, sustaining our position in the uh, from the point of view of the Azeri leadership um, as a reliable uh, friend, not ally, but friend, um, is in itself important, particularly because of the Turkish challenge. Indeed. Professor Khanin, to what degree do the similarities between the uh, Russian Orthodox uh, Christians and the Armenian Orthodox Christian actually bolster the relations between the two countries. We know that uh, uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin is a uh, a, a devout Orthodox Christian who uh, is very vocal about his support uh, uh, to other Christian countries uh, of the same uh, Christian nature. Uh, Is this a stimulus for uh, strengthening the relations between Moscow and uh, 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 and Armenia, for that matter, and uh, to what degree do you see this actually impact the the Armenian community, which is also, uh, even though a, a small minority, a, a significant minority in Israel, uh, do you see them playing more of an active role in uh, trying to lobby even more the Israeli authorities in order to? Um, if not support Armenia, at least uh, take a less active role in in, uh, military shipments to Azerbaijan? Uh, Okay, first of all, uh, as I said, uh, if we will take uh, pro-Armenia and pro-Azerbaijan lobby in Israel, uh, majority of uh, Jews of the both communities are living in Israel, so 
uh, activists from the both sides are trying to lobby interests uh, of their countries of the region. Uh, however, uh, I believe that more important that uh, two countries have uh, uh, lobbyists or groups of interest that promote the development of relations between Israel and these countries uh, in Israeli Knesset and in Israeli government. Uh, I believe that uh, at the moment, as far as can we understand the issue, um, uh, the Israeli establishment, military, political, diplomatic establishment is trying to stay uh, aside from this conflict, uh, whether it will change in the nearest future, I'm not so sure. Um, uh, well, that's one point. The second point uh, concerning the uh, your, your first question, uh, the similarity between the uh, religious identity and so on and so on forth. Um, uh, I will. Uh, I hope I will not be too rude if I would say uh, that uh, in Moscow they are talking a lot about that, but all that is uh, um, uh, remains on the level of phraseology rather than uh, um, uh, uh, steps in fact. Uh, of course, between the two churches there is a strong cooperation and so on and so forth. However, uh, both Orthodox churches, Armenian Orthodox and uh, Russian Orthodox, are, of course, are talking about the brotherhood and cooperation and exchange, uh, which is, on the other hand, uh, uh, does not prevent uh, 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 from Armenia talking about uh, brotherhood with Russia uh, to be a strong ally with Iran, uh, which is uh, ruled by the radical uh, Shia Muslim um, jihadist establishment. Uh, on the other hand, Russia was involved in war with another very orthodox, you know, uh, Christian country, which is uh, Georgia, uh, Gruzia, uh, and uh, uh, the uh, long history of the brotherhood and cooperation uh, didn't stop either side uh, from coming into the conflict with each other. Uh, we will have a look what is going on uh, in relations between uh, uh, Ukraine and Russia and uh, Christian Orthodox churches of both countries. Uh, we will also have to take into account that it's probably not the major point. Uh, and uh, finally, uh, coming back to uh, your first question, what about Turkey? Um, uh, if just a brief review of, uh, profession, uh, of the publication of professional uh, uh, media, uh, uh, meaning uh, in Moscow, which of course rep reflects the positions of various um, uh, factions in the Russian government and Russian political and diplomatic establishment, we come to the two opposite conclusions. On the other, uh, on one hand, one group believes uh, that as far as Turkey is not the United States, Russia should permit Turkey to be active uh, on the Southern Caucasus, on the side of Azerbaijan, uh, because uh, of cooperation with Turkey for Russia is more important than the issue of Armenia at the moment. Uh, the, other, uh, the other group believes that, uh, on the contrary, Russia is not happy at all uh, with the Turkish involvement. However, uh, it, it, is, it was invested too many efforts, too much efforts into re-establishment uh, uh, rapprochement between uh, Ankara and, and Moscow. So at the moment, they are ready to wait how things are going. Well, this is all the time that we have for today. So I'd like to thank Dr. Lerman, Professor Hanin, and Mr. Oren for being with us on today's panel. And I'd like to thank our viewers as well. And we will see you next time. Thank you for joining us in another Jerusalem Studio podcast. For more content on Israel and its region, we invite you to visit our website at tv7israelnews.com and follow us on social media.